What's up guys? Today we got Chad and Matt who are competitors, but also friends that work in the same market. So I love this episode because it applies to solo inspectors or multis, but the idea of coopetition, so cooperating with your competition, very cool relationship they have. So I want you guys to really hear how it came about and how they push each other to get better. Cause it's a classic example of you are the average of the five people around you or who you spend the most time with, but they really push each other uh, to be better and it and they talk through how that happens. So I want you to encourage you to really listen in and see how you could apply this, how you could find other good energy and people that are pushing themselves, people that are growing to make you better in your market. I just think it's a really neat concept and a neat episode and how they bounce off each other. You could tell they really are our friends and boys. And so um, I hope you enjoy it and let's get into it. Awesome. All right. Well, we're rolling. Chad, Matt, I'm pumped for this one. This is a first to have uh, two different inspectors from two different companies, correct? Correct. Yes. Um, well, for one, Matt, I need you to repeat what we just said off camera. So you're sitting in a car, clearly. Um, life changes am, be happening yes. any minute now, right? Yes, we are expecting number five any day now. And uh, we had some indicators right before this podcast. And we said, no, we're going to go for it. So if I disappear... Um, number five's on the way so sacrifices for at. the pod baby for the podcast right. this is oh, an epic sacrifice <laughs> <laughs> right on so chad tell me real quick the impetus behind wanting to to do this and jump on with matt like why how'd you think of it um because we haven't done this before it's amazing so i mean speaking with raya and, and getting the who's the the lady who does my uh my website right um, and then getting the invitation, I was blown away to begin with. Right. Uh, but my story and Matt's story, though, they started completely different. Um, we met at, a, at another training for an energy company here um, that does that owns the, the lakes and they create power from there. Right. So they require uh, an ancillary service that we're able to do through their training, which mm -hmm. is the boat dock inspections, which more or less is just a check of what is there and making sure that it complies with what can be on the lake. Right. Mm -hmm. So we met through that, but we had seen each other through, you know, Spectora and looking in the directory and and knowing each other and, and, and Facebook, but never really communicated. Right. Um, and we just kind of hit it off and we had that, that same mindset of, uh, you know, the rising tide raises all ships, which is nothing you haven't heard on the, on this podcast before. Right. We've heard it a million times and Zig Ziglar said it in a different, in, in other ways. And it just comes from so many different places, but we both truly believe that, um, and felt that way. And we've been there, uh, just helping each other back and forth, right. Whether it's, it's communicating from, uh, you know, what is this deficiency? Things we haven't seen before, right? And being able to talk through it um, or, you know, those moments when you're bored. It's a lonely time when when people don't show up and we have a lot of people coming in from out of state, right? And so they don't always come to the inspection. They come in, they look at the house and then they call us on their way back, right? And so we're there and, and we're moving alone and it just gave us that that camaraderie, but we we hit it off, and then we'll dive in more on on things that we have um, you know collaborated with uh, since then. But it, it was just it's it's been a great fit. Um, we've been we're doing a lot yeah. of different things together, um, and but more importantly, like I, I alluded to in the email, the the real estate agents in our market they love it, right? They know love Matt, it. they know me. They they see what we're what we're doing. They know how we do our inspections. They see the camaraderie before we ever saw it. Right? They knew that that would be that that fit, and so they're hitting the the posts on Facebook and stuff. So glad to see that y'all are you know working together. It's like the dream team coming, but we're we're still separate. Yeah. But it, it's just it's a crazy it's a crazy story, and we'll get into it. I love it. So th this is it's kind of a mentality that we don't see as much in our industry. And that's why I, I yeah, like smiling sure. kind of permanently with this. And so Matt, so can you tell me a little where you guys are at kind of in your business journeys and arcs in terms of when you started officially um, and kind of where you're at with that? Yeah. Chad was a couple of years ahead of me. Um, I'll be, so July will be officially two years of being licensed for me. And then October will be two years full time. Right on. Congrats. Uh, and so I had a pretty, thank you. I had a pretty quick start to it. Had to, um, actually. So I think you had Floyd and Sandra Gibbs on the podcast a while back and they talked mm -hmm. about one of their class members in Arkansas who had to borrow money to take the class and was about to be debt free. And ironically enough, I made my last payment today. 
Um, so this, this industry and this career has totally, you know, wow. figure I told you five kids. So my wife stays at home. It's I'm it for, for the finances. So I had to get something going quick. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been in the shadows a little while before he wasn't super, he was doing a lot of online SEO, um, pulling very differently. I jumped right into the real estate offices and presenting mm -hmm. and connecting. I've got a background in full-time ministry. So public speaking was very much, you know, an easy segue for me. Sure. Um, but we, we connected, started working together. And then um, one of the biggest things that we collaborated on. So at some point, uh, I forget when it was, but I just, I've got a background in some commercial contracting as well as a project manager. And so I wanted to tap in, into the commercial inspection market and uh, wanted that wasn't ready to bring somebody on, um, but knew I wanted to have another set of eyes and, and someone running around with me. And so Chad and I, and I will say this too, we, we definitely had like that trial period of, can I trust this guy? Is this, is this going to work out? You know, he, uh, when we, we split our first commercial job, he even was waiting to see like, all right, is he really going to split this 50 50? Cause, um, real, yeah. Spectora really is what made it possible because I have a separate company that I started, um, ACPI, which is Arkansas commercial property inspections. And we'll go, um, just a couple of days ago, Chad, another inspector, Brian Shannon, he's with actuate he's in Jonesboro, a different part of the state. The three of us drove out to do like a 45 unit complex or 48 unit Ooh. complex together. Nice. We divided the responsibilities, entered everything into our templates, hit sync at the end of the day and had a report ready to go for our client. And so um, I think what works well for us is one is we have a shared valued system. So doing things with integrity, putting the client first, really caring about that process, being very thorough. Um, those things were very important to us. And then secondly is we both went through ICA for training that I cut out for a minute. We're we good. Yeah, we're good. Yep. You're good. Okay. We, we went through ICA uh, training separately, but same training. And then Spectora was, you know, not to sound cheesy about it, but that really was the thing that made this work. Um, I shared a boat dock template with Chad and then we just started rolling from there. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. And like you said, Agents love that they can expect a similar product and consistent inspection and have two out of those three names on their list readily available. So it's, it's worked out great for us. It's a refreshing mentality. Uh, Chad, I'm curious where that mentality comes from in you, because it, it's not normal. And like I said, right. in the industry. And so like, where did it come from for you to, cause it sounds like you were the kind of the veteran of this kind of uh, partnership well, tandem, <laughs> maybe. So I'm ahead of him in, in timeline as far as when I got licensed, right? But I was part time for the first two years, so I've only okay. been I've only been full time doing this. Uh, well, it's been a, a year and four months now, and it okay. was the moment that I went into Spectora. That was my my change. That was when you know I went from the PDF into Spectora, and I was, I'm making this change. I'm doing it. I've got to be able to stand out, and that that did it. Um, but the mentality comes from. Uh, I'm big into, you know, self-help and, and constantly making myself a, a better person, right? And uh, reading and, and podcasts. And that's, I mean, I've been listening to you guys since since I started and then, you know, other podcasts. I mean, just everything that, that you listen to with successful people, right? From Ed Milet to Andy Frisella and a million other people, right? It's just, you're competing, but you don't have to compete to put somebody down. You can compete together and raise each other up, right? So him being better makes me better. Me being better makes him better. When we're able to, you know, help each other, it it, it doesn't hurt anything. And that's that's the mentality that we're trying to crush, right? So I don't have to be mad at the guy that's inspecting in the same town that I'm inspecting in, right? He can I can use him as a resource. He can use me. I was on vacation, and and one of my trusted you know agents said, "Hey, I've got uh, the, this inspection coming up. Can you do it? They're behind on the timeline." I couldn't. I called Matt and I said, "Hey, you mind if I make a transition? Try to get them set up with you." And everybody was excited about it, right? And the client, most importantly, turned out it was a, an investment client. He's got more coming. Um, so, it, but it, it didn't shy him away from me. It put Matt in place to take care of it today, and it still put me at a higher level because now he saw that I was there to help him truly, which is what we're here to do to begin with, right? I mean, so my whole mindset is we're here to help these people, right? It's the largest decision or investment that they're going to make in their lives in most cases, and we're here to help them protect that. 
And if that's me going out there, or if that's putting, you know, Matt out there, it, whatever it, it looks like, it, we're here to protect him. And that's it. And so it just, it comes from, you know, diving in, being comfortable in my own shoes um, and, and, you know, the, con the consistent working on myself as a person and knowing what that means in helping others. And never once has anybody been brought down from helping somebody else. You're always going up. If you're helping other people and, and God blesses you, and that's just all there is to it. Um, and it's been that type of camaraderie since the beginning. And, and that was the strike that, you know, we could feel right off the beginning uh, with, with, with that type of energy. Um, and it just, it never went away. It only increased and grew. I talked to Matt more than I talked to, to my wife and I live at home with her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. But when, when I'm out in the field, we're talking to each other, we're, yeah. we're communicating. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's been enjoyable and uh, it, it's getting, it's only getting more crazy and it's accelerating fast. I really love the yeah. parallels of, of looking within self-help, working on yourself that leads to confidence, which leads to pouring into other people. It's kind of, you know, we're all probably talking about it like it's natural, but for those listening, it is kind of a magical thing when you pour into yourself, yeah. you start to feel available to others and feeling like you can put into them. Um, so you guys, and, and you also talked about the lonely industry part, right? I think Matt, yeah. you mentioned that where, can you speak a little bit about that? What it means as a solo operator to feel like you almost have a teammate in a sense, because only entrepreneurs know this feeling when it's just like lonely yeah. as hell. And yeah. you're like, is this even right? Like, why should I do this? And you're just guessing half the time, right? <laughs> so the comfort, if you could speak to having that. Yeah, I'll, I'll allude to a little bit and then let Matt jump in. I mean, but it's, it's, everybody gets that phone call right of this this thing or something popped up after the inspection and and that you're just you get that sinking feeling inside right in nine times out of ten it was there it's in the report whatever it is because you're doing a thorough job or something of that nature right but it's that sinking feeling and nobody else knows it except for us nobody else yep. can feel that <laughs> when you've got the ability to turn and talk to somebody and say hey man this one and then they can look without the same pressure and tell you, hey, did, you know, was this here? Were you looking for that? Was was this in, in place? You know, covering all your bases and it helps you think a little bit more critically. Um, it's just that, that you know, when you're by yourself, you you go deep dive and it's dark in here. It's just all there is to it. It's dark in there. Um, and it gives you an opportunity to get outside and see things, you know, from a different perspective, um, even in, in, in good times. And when you're sharing the highs, that's even better. It's way better. Yeah, it's we just had a couple times this week, even um, we've got a really good back and forth, even on ancillary services, because um, I do air quality testing. Chad has thermal imaging. And so when clients request these ancillary services, we feed off each other. But the that moment he was talking about, you know, you get that call. Hey, do you remember such and such address? And your stomach just drops. And it's not like you're not confident in the inspection you did or, or you, you know, you're not thrown what you're doing. But we've all had that moment. And to be able to call and process, hey, this is what I did. Uh, part of that camaraderie inspector is we like to share the cover your butt narratives where we can come in and say, hey, this is how I write this up. When I encounter this, this is how I explain this. Um, it's just been really good, especially in Arkansas. They just changed it. But previously, um, you didn't have to do any kind of shadowing or any kind of uh, you know time with another inspector. So you would get your license and you're getting thrown into it. So we, ICA, again, I, not to sound like a fanboy, but they have been uh, phenomenal as far as when I first started out, I had someone I could always call. I had someone to bounce things off of. But when you have somebody in your same demographic that's working with the same agents, that's going through, you know, very similar structures, same areas, you know how it is in, in inspections. You just, we have different areas tend to have similar things going on. Um, it just has made it a lot of fun because again, unless you have a, team or employees you're one guy running all over town um a lot of times agents are not hanging out they're going to be in their car so you just you know two and a half hours by yourself through home and so to be able to call and say hey this is what i'm looking at what do you think um but what's cool too and i don't know if this is something to really get into but what we've done in our pursuit of growing each other's inspectors i mean we've actually moved even into um hey I'm, i want to challenge you here as a husband i want to challenge you uh, as a father, I want to encourage you just as a man, um, how to grow. And so it's become a, a really cool dynamic that I think, I think even other inspectors are noticing and, and kind of wanting to have that same thing going on. Cause it's just been so good for us, um, as individuals, but 
like Chad said, even for our businesses, for, for agents to see that kind of agreement um, and, and commonality has been a really, really beneficial thing for us. Oh, let's dig into that because I think as, you know, as, as men in certain professions, it doesn't maybe come as natural or not as accepted to, to push each other on the personal side or the emotional side. And so like, that's obviously missing from our industry in a big way. And so, you know, I speak as a person that also, it's like when I have those friendships with other men where we can push each other and talk about how we're showing up as fathers, as husbands, and kind of how we're feeling emotionally. To me, that's like a holistic friendship. When you talk about business and that side, it's like rocket fuel, right? You're just like, you feel full for the day. It's good for the soul. So yeah, it's, it's hard to find no, where you share the work stuff, but then you can get into the personal. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, go ahead, Chad. No, I was going to say one of the the biggest things with with that is, you know, or an example rather is like, uh, so Matt, you know, maybe uh, knocking out, you know, two or three and and he was, he, he had a bigger market than me, right? So he's in the the Little Rock and then moving down into Hot Springs where I'm in Hot Springs, Hot Springs Village, which is a, a little smaller growth area. Um, and so he was busier many times, right? Um, and when you get busier, you start to go through and, and getting those important photos and you're, you're getting through it and you're trying to work to get to that next one. And sometimes your time's not lining up and you're not able to do everything on site. Right. So you're bringing it home and, you know, he has four kids, he's got a fifth one on the way. And so for me, when I was coming into it, that my, you know, the, in, in our training, they were talking about the, the guys that go out and take all their pictures and the, the mental notes and this, that, and the other, and they go home and then filling out the reports and, and making that a, a common and normal thing. And I didn't want any part of that. I just, I didn't want any part of that at all. I wanted to do it all there. And that's why when, when I found Spector and I found the template and, and I, I got comfortable with it it was just so much easier to do so for me, right? I'm following through it, staying yep, through to it, and not getting out of it and being able to, to share that with, with Matt and, and helping him, um, you know, to think more on that line. Does it, do you, do we all do it on site every time? hundred percent, not necessarily. Um, many of us, you know, many people do, and that's great. But at the same time, when you can bring back an hour at home, two hours at home, that's, that's phenomenal, you know, and, and the, the thought process was, Oh, well, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll get home. I'll, I'll hang out with the family. And then when the kids start to go to bed after oh. dinner, I'll get out there and start, well, how much of that time that you're actually spending with the family? Are you not thinking about that, that report that you've got Ooh. to finish? <laughs> and and yeah. so now the time that you're spending with the family, what does that look like? Empty time. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not yeah. quality time. Accountability is a huge thing that comes into play with <laughs> what we're doing. Um, because that's that's been a conversation we've had a couple of times. Hey man, just checking in. I'm getting my reports done on site. Not going home to do them tonight. Um, or he'll be he'll text me while I'm working. I'm one at home. He's like, "What are you doing? Work on your report right now? You didn't get it finished." And so <laughs> we just you know, it's it's made for a a really cool thing. Man, it's it's made healthier all around. Um, just business and work life balance for us. So it's yeah. it's I know it's not common, you know, but I don't think it has to be as rare as it is. If that makes sense. I think that one of the biggest hurdles that inspectors need to get over uh, is just insecurity Um, and that fear that like, what if they like them better? You know, um, Chad and I, we refer out to each other if I can't get to something or if I know someone who needs a thermal, you know, hey, I know a guy Um, and it helps a lot. Hey, this is the this is who I would trust with my home if I couldn't do it myself. And so. uh, having that going on and maintain that dynamic has been really great. But I just think, um, and my mentality too, and with Chad is, you know what, if, if I refer Chad out and somebody decides that he's a better fit for them or their client, that, that can't be perceived as a loss. That has to be perceived as me having done my job and provided a better service for them and then have enough confidence and trust in the process that I will find, uh, my agents and my people. And that's kind of even my wife and I, when we decided to go out on and do our own business and I look at everything as like us, you know, she's at home, but like, I can't do what I can without her and vice versa. Um, but we just said, we're going to find and, and let, we're just going to commit to integrity. We're not going to compromise on the way that we do reporting. We're not going to compromise on how thorough we are to appease anyone. We're going to go out and, and give it our best. And that will help us to distinguish and find our people and the agents that we run with. And that philosophy and mentality has served us very well. And because Chad is of the same mentality, it, it really lends to us working with the same agents because we, we definitely have um, 
our own market to pull from, but we do have quite a bit of overlap as well. And so just, just to see that um, consistently working for us, you kind of, you're a little bit leery at first, but you really learn to trust that process and recognize that um, if you do just speak positively of others, if you do encourage them and you, you're not looking to um, be better than the next guy, just your best self, it works. It really does. But if you do want to be better than the next guy, just have your website done by Spectora and it won't be an issue. <laughs> let's, 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 let's dive into this. One, the confidence piece, 100% agree that signaling that to agents, to clients, to each other only brings back more good energy and people into your yeah. life. So I'm a huge fan of that. 100% agree. Let's talk about the marketing and positioning part because I'm sure... Most people would be like, oh, like what happens when, you know, you approach the same agent or you're getting coffee with an agent that has worked with one of you in the past. And, and let me preface this with another point of if you're the two out of the three that they recommend, like you said, do you guys kind of compete and say like, it, are you leveling each other up in that way where you're like, okay, if it comes down to me and you, it's like, let's look at our websites head to head. Okay. I'm going to tweak this over here because yeah. I'm going to one up you. And then you, and, and then you start to see that competition makes you both better. Yeah. Now, no one else yeah. has a chance to get that inspection is the way I'm thinking about it, where I'm like, it's going to be one of you two. And if you're splitting market share in a big city, you're living good. Yeah. Yeah. So can Let you jump on, on that, that on, on kind of the, the agent relationships and kind of the competition piece? Yeah. I will say this real quick on the website is Chad has the advantage here because uh, <laughs> he had Spector design his website and I did mine on Wix, but we won't talk too much about that. <laughs> um, I've got it. It's in the plans to get Spectora. Yeah. Thing, I, I go to his website and I'm like, if they, if they base this off of the web presence, I'm done. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you exactly how the conversation goes with agents that know both of us. Uh, we'll both make the joke of like, Hey, you know what? He's a great number two on your list. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, that's, that's funny, but it always comes back to like, listen, Chad is phenomenal at what he does. Um, he's a great person and a, and a fantastic inspector. You can't go wrong with him. Um, you will never, you know, when it comes to an agent, I will never speak ill of another inspector, whether I think that they're great or not. I just won't kind of sow that into my business. Um, I always look for an opportunity. I know Chad does the same to build up and to just talk really highly of other people. Um, that's that's what that conversation looks like. Oh, have you worked with so and so? Yes, I have. They're fantastic. You know, if I can't get to your to your house, they're a great second phone call. Um, Beautiful. And that's kind of how. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it's worked out. And um, you know, Chad, you can allude to some of your conversations. That really has is how it's gone for me. And what you find is they're going to come back to you. Like if 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 you do them that service, I literally have agents that will text me. Matt, who do you know in uh, Northwest Arkansas? Do you have an agent I can call? I've got a, they call me to find out who they need to call because they see that networking, they see the camaraderie and um, they're always, they're always going to be a Spectora user. Uh, they're just, because yeah. um, it sets you apart. They're already familiar with the templates that I use. Um, and it just genuinely, I think what helps set me apart on the front end, what from these other agents, because I, I, the truth is I got my license. I was just doing one or two a week. Cause at the time I was like, man, this will change my life to do, you know, two inspections a week, man. Um, and I was using a different software. I switched to Spectora. I did a couple presentations and, um, I lost my job while like in the middle of this and I didn't have six months to build a business. I had two weeks. And so I went, I did, I did two presentations. I prayed really, really hard. And, uh, I just, I gave it my best and, um, within, so I went full-time October 1st of that year and was hitting about six a week, two weeks into October and the constant feedback I got other than, and my, my presentation was, was very good. Um, you know, I connected everything to a story that I had with and made it personal all that, all those speaking techniques that you bring in, um, but but the thing I kept hearing was, I love your reporting. I love your software. It's so easy to use. I love uh, the the tool I can use for my URSA. And so um, it just, it really set me apart early on when I didn't have the the experience to draw on and say, oh, I've inspected this many houses. I've been doing this many years. Um, the way that I always tell people is my report is my last impression, right? I get to make a first impression on a call. I get to meet and talk with you on site. But the last thing you hear from me is that report. And so that has to be excellent. 
100%. Chad, if you could speak to the the competition piece, because not everyone has someone to push them. And I think I worry a lot of solo operators think they're doing well and uh, they don't have a sounding board. They don't have someone to push them to say like, oh, are you still working on this? Right. So the competition piece is really easy. We'll go back to to what he was alluding to earlier um, with how I started my marketing, right? So I didn't go into the offices as near as much, right? So I came from remodels, floors, car- uh, carpentry work, and that was in the height of COVID. And I was I was so busy, I couldn't get out of it. So it was it was fine doing part time for for that first year mm-hmm. and a half, right? Um, but in doing so, I wanted to do more at home when I could to, to kind of put my feet in the ground, sink it down. So my, my Facebook, my Instagram, uh, my online presence, um, made it big. So I, I had no idea what I was doing. Just tried to, who am I? Right. I like to have a good time, lighthearted, funny, excellent. What do I like memes? I didn't have any pictures to go off of. So recreating memes, making, and then getting into a rhythm of it, start making new memes. And then you're doing it with pictures that you're taking at houses and it just evolved into to different things. And so when we started having these conversations, I'm looking at his Facebook, I'm looking at his, I'm like, dude, your stuff is so weak. Like you haven't posted in three months. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> and, and it's just little things like that. Yeah. Right? And even when we're doing the commercial, right? So we're driving back uh, an hour and a half from, from doing that commercial and I'm pulling up the pictures and I'm like, hey, look, we got to put something on there. We're going to tag each other in it and we're going to tag our, our business in it. Then we're going to repost it and tag the, tag each other in the in the business pages and get that you know share around. Um, and he's like, oh, okay, well, this is the direction I want to go and this is how I want it to look. And then you can we can do the, the funny side from our personals. And just, you know, competing in 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 the, the marketing uh, versus, you know, hey, uh, did you get that phone call from so-and-so when you know you've got that shared agent? And they'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, well, I just have to bend, you know, and, and, it, you just that. <laughs> yeah. and it, it's no big deal. But it, it's just that that little bit of competition. But at the same time, you're rooting them on and, and you're mad at them and you're happy for them all at the same time. <laughs> you're not really mad, yeah. you know, you're just... Like that sucker got me right, but I'm gonna get the next one. And it's just, it's it's fun. It's like being in 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 high school and you're 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 trying to fight for the for the ball when everybody's just you know playing around with the the basketball. You're trying to get that rebound and get it up there right. And someone comes in and he's you know Matt's six you know six foot you know eleven and a half. I mean he's so he's so freaking tall. Um, he could reach over me every time when it comes to that. But if I got one, I'm gonna rub it in on him. You go, this guy is five ten. Get one from you, and it's the same thing. It's no different. Yeah. It's like that childhood, you know, competition and camaraderie um, just coming together and you're just, you're feeding off of it. And what I envision too, as you were saying that I'm sitting here picturing you guys sharpening each other's tools, leveling up. You probably even forget all the people you're passing, all the other inspectors that are not doing yeah. that. Right. And yeah. so to me, I'm just thinking you guys are picking off inspections from other guys without even realizing it probably because you're leveling each other up. Um, have you guys done market share analysis yet? Or do you have an idea? Because a lot of inspectors probably need to get a grasp on like, if you both split the market 50, 50, like you'd be rolling in it. Right. I mean, it's like, it'd be insane. You'd You'd be so successful and dominant, but like you're probably in single digit percentages of market share. I'd imagine. Right. I'm at roughly 9% for my market. So I, I, and I only know that from today, right? So I, I knew you would ask these questions. I've heard the, I love it when they know their numbers and this, that, and the other. I can't, I'm, I can't lie to you about it, right? So I, I'm pulling it up, Redfin, Hot Springs, Hot Springs Village. Okay, how many did I do in May? How many were sold? Excellent. What's that? Ooh, that's only 9%. You know, it's 8.7529 or whatever. That's great. That's great. That's 9% of the market. Um, yeah. But, I, I know he was probably at about 9% of that market too. So if you look at hot Springs, hot Springs village, and you think about his month and, and how much he was out there, he was probably somewhere seven, eight, 9% there, but we've got so much more room to grow. Yes. Um, and, and that's the exciting part. Cause even if you're at 20 and 20, there's still 60% left out there, you know? And so the numbers are mind boggling yep. when you realize how much you can work together to dominate. Um, do you guys ever do joint, brokerage presentations where you realize, Hey, we don't have anyone in this office of 10 agents that are rainmakers. Let's go in there and just tag team it. Like, have We've you been talking that? About it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we're, to me, we're the, really, yeah. The story of collaboration is almost more powerful than anything where they'll all fall in love with the story of who you guys are. And then they're like, cool. We're only using you two. 
and then boom, like <laughs> put them on there. Yeah. Yeah. We just started having, I shouldn't say we just started. We've been having different conversations of how to kind of uh, steward or better leverage what we have here um, to get more of that market share and to increase. We've both grown since we significantly, I would say, since we started really pushing each other, we've seen um, a really good growth in numbers and we've been able to um, even bring up prices and continue to grow because of what's going on out there. So we have begun to talk about what it looks like um, to do that both for our residential companies to try and fill in those first two slots in whatever agency we walk into and then the commercial side of things. Um, so we, we actually do residential together as well. Just whoever yeah. got the job, we'll do it under their uh, template. So sure. we've done, I think we did a 12,500 square foot house that was just a beast. It was on the lake. So we had that boat dock inspection pool, you know, wow. uh, they had a little cabana and we were there, you know, we're, we're pretty expeditious, but this house, I think we were there for about seven hours with the two of us, but we divide it up. You do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to handle this. We collaborate at lunch, get on the same page. So when they call me afterwards, you know, or call him afterwards, we have all the answers ready for them. Um, but it just, uh, it's, it's just great. I don't, it sounds kind of too good to be true, but it's working for us. I'm a big fan of what you just said too, in terms of uh, raising the bar on pricing and services wise, because typically the dynamics work the other direction when there's no kind of quality bar right everyone's racing to the yep. bottom and trying to like price undercut and you guys are actually doing the market and the industry a big favor by raising the quality and that's dude so that agents know they're getting a consistent kind of experience right that goes from pricing to yep. services to on-site so I, yeah i like that you guys are thinking about that as well because to me the pricing thing is a big deal in a market of like the quality that you get for the dollar spent and we have become yeah. consistent in our pricing so our pricing is is right there, right? So just mm -hmm. it's level. very close. Um, in our market, it so in Arkansas, it's a it's a lower income state. Um, we're one of the lowest paid um, in in the industry. Um, but what we found as a way to kind of combat that is in the scale, right? So um, and I and I learned this through you know Spector and looking at the pricing and kind of fiddling around with it, and I see the the scaling and this in for the pricing. And so we set that 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 minimum level, um, which here we're at three fifty, which is roughly about sixty dollars more than the 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 average person out here. It's normally about two ninety three hundred, um, and then your mid sections around three twenty for your mm -hmm. up fifteen hundred square feet. But then as we scale to, you know, uh, 2,000 and 2,500 and 3,000 square feet, our numbers are scaling significantly more than most of the other uh, inspection agencies around here. Um, and it's it's it works because at that point, as the, the, the buyers that are coming in for a, a 3,000 square foot home and a 4,000 square foot home, that conversation about about how much does it cost doesn't really happen, right? It's different, yeah. It's a completely different story. So you're still uh, competitive in that that lower market range for the the fifteen hundreds. You're pricing out probably the ones you don't want um, to begin with, and then you're you're compounding on the ones that that matter the most, right? Uh, and then the ancillary services on top of it, and and we're like I said uh, in the beginning with that uh, energy boat dock inspection. It's two massive lakes in this area. In any house that sells that has one on it, it's not a choice. It has to be inspected. So that's two hundred dollars immediately. That you know you're adding on to to your inspections and ancillaries um, are kind of a a newer type of idea out here. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But that makes a huge easy transition um, into gaining that extra couple hundred dollars for an inspection in this market. Love the concept of dominating on the luxury front and then charging what you're worth truly worth, you know, as the houses get bigger and you add on more services. That's a, that's like a good business efficiency tip too, for, for inspectors listening is like optimize on the bigger homes and to stand out there. Because I guarantee if you guys could do five to 10,000 square foot homes all day, and that's it. You do it, right? You take it in heartbeat. Oh, we have that conversation every time. time. If we could just knock one of these out a day, roll on. That would yeah. be awesome. And then it elevates your thinking too of like, what is premium? What does premium look like if we were the premium home inspectors catering to premium agents and premium buyers? And then it elevates everything from there. Um, what what else do you guys look to when you think of expanding the experience of the home buyers, the agents? Like how else are you thinking of adding more, whether it's adding more value? You know, I know we're doing some stuff with like the recommended contractors and kind of the partnership stuff. So like 
do clients out there care about that? Do they ask you guys for recommendations? Are they looking for more from home inspectors or is it just different where you're at? So it's, I would say clients, yeah, ahead, it, clients always ask those questions, right? Yeah. But with our restrictions, it makes it extremely difficult to be able to um, safely navigate that conversation. Um, we, when it comes to the, the, the board around here, um, it, it's complete taboo and, and can't, and more of a, a old thought process, um, in which, you know, we joining in the, the board meetings and, and listening through and, and trying to come up with a game plan of how we can tackle through that. I love the, the partnership ideas and, and stuff that y'all are doing on there. It's just that we, we cannot implement those things into our reports, um, without facing repercussions. And so it's, it's, uh, it's a difficult line to feather at this point, but I think that as a whole for, for what y'all are doing, don't stop because if more of it changes in this state and that state, and we have, you know, more information to pull from of how it's working here and how it's working here, then we can begin to make a change here as well and make it holistically for throughout the country. Um, so I say continue on because it's, it is huge. Every, I, I never, like I said, most of these people are moving in from out of state or from, you know, up, up, you know, in this city, which is two hours away, they don't know anybody, whatever it may be. And when you have those, when they come here, they're just looking for recommendations, right? And tradespeople are not always the easiest to find on Google. It's just, that's, especially the good ones, right? Because they're just yeah. word of mouth hometown in, in a rural area, right? right. Maybe you know, Los Angeles, Dallas, places like that be a little different. Um, but out here, you just don't know those people because Google doesn't either. Right. And that word of mouth is what does it. Yeah. And I, I would say my experience is a little bit different in that regard in terms of now we, we, there's, they're very strict in Arkansas. Like we're not, they just did this whole thing with the board. We can't even bring in cookies to a real estate office. Uh, it's considered exchanging goods for a place cookies. on their list. And it's on a, what? can't bring cookies, can't Donuts. bring food, can't, no branded goods into an, a real estate office. It's anything of perceived value is con considered that we're exchanging it for, um, for a place on their list. And it's considered unethical. They just, they just solidified this in this past year, um, which is when you have a commercial company gives you a little bit of a uh, loophole because the state here does not oversee commercial at all. Ooh. Um, they, <laughs> yep, they can't, they don't, they don't, they don't oversee it. They don't license Good. it. Any of that stuff. Leave it so, alone. Leave it alone. AC, yes. Yeah. ACPI <laughs> sponsored your cookies today. The commercial, the commercial <laughs> inspection company. Um, but I, what I get a lot, so I'm a licensed contractor as well. I build custom homes um, in all my free time. And uh, <laughs> what, 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 so they asked me, and that's part of my marketing too, right? Is um, I just had a guy today, Hey, you're about $40 more expensive than this person. I, my response is when I show up, you're getting a licensed home inspector and a licensed contractor walking through your home. Um, and so on the flip side of things, and again, I can't, if I inspect a home, I can't address any deficiencies for one full year. Right. Um, but where that does come into play is they want to know my subcontractors. Who do you trust to look at my roof? Who do you trust for this? And in that moment, I say, um, I can't give you anyone, but I think your realtor has some recommendations. And then sure enough, if they don't have anyone, I'll get a text from the realtor later that day. Hey, Matt, who do you use? And I'll send them a few different names so that they can pass them along. But it just, it puts some space because again, their concern there is still, I give you my roofer's number and they pay me some kind of a commission because I got them work. And sure. so I've got to put that separation between me and the client. So there is no, I've given you one name and this is my go-to person, but that's, that's kind of a way that I circumnavigate the perception of any issues or any ethical violations and can still be of service to those clients. We're moving, like Chad said, you're moved from out of state and you know, you don't know anyone. Um, sure. And I, my, I know my agents appreciate very much that I they can call me and have those conversations. I like that. That's a good way around it. So yeah, we'll continue to brainstorm on our end on, on ways to structure that for states like yours to where if there can be a buffer or a middleman or something to protect you on that front, but conversation for another day. I know you guys probably were expecting this question. Should you both keep growing your businesses? Everyone knows uh, businesses at scale are more valuable. Would it ever make sense to merge or run a bigger operation? Because then there's two of you all the time training, you know, working with agents in the field, out of the field, like putting you on the spot here, but like everyone's probably wondering. Well, 
we talk about it all the time. I mean, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> it, it's, it's not a conversation we don't have, especially sure. as the commercial is evolving. Sure. Um, then and now we're, we're getting more of those and, and, and that's taking up, you know, space and time. And when you go do a, a you know, 48 unit uh, apartment complex, that's not a slot in your day. That is your day or two days, you know, and it, it, so it's that's taking up two days. And when it comes to residential two days, that's two out of eight, you know, two out of 10, hoping that your client called you with the full 10 days to go, right? They may only call you with the five. So it makes it harder for scheduling. And, and that's definitely a conversation. Um, we're not sure exactly how that looks or, or what that looks like. Um, but it's not something that we are not thinking about. It's, uh, it's, a, yeah. it's a conversation that happens quite often. Sure. Because it also becomes one name on that list instead of two. And so that's that's True. kind of the that's kind of the conversation we've had or some of the the hesitation there is, OK, um, what does it look like if we continue? What would it even look like if we were to somehow, you know, legally or, or financially do some kind of a merger and work out a structure, but retain our individual companies so that we can kind of keep a foothold where we've already gotten it. And then, of course, you know, anytime that you grow a business or you you build a reputation around it, um, you know, you stand to lose a percentage of your base whenever you make a major shift or change in your company. And so um, I, I, that's that's just all things we're exploring. We definitely will have those moments where like, dude, why have we not done this yet? Like, yeah, why are right. we not just, you know, because um, even from a, you, you look at family time. Okay, how, how great would it be is if when we go on vacations, we already know that we've got somebody fully trained and ready to go. They're not somebody that we brought in and hired later. We both have the experience. I don't have to worry or think about Chad being on a job while I'm out of town and, and vice versa. So it is an evolving conversation. And we have, we've probably just the last couple of weeks talked about, okay, let's, let's find some people that have done something similar um, or found a way to make something work where they've come together and maybe tweak it a little bit for us and to make it, you know, as effective as possible. And I'll allude to a, a podcast that you had uh, recently that I was listening to where they were talking about, you know, well, what are you, you know, what if you come in and you are the three slots on that list, right? Right. And so right. that, in, without saying too much, because I don't want to give out too, too much of that, of that <laughs> process, but that's sure. a, a thought idea that's, that's really rolling around is what does it look like if we're two of those three names on their, their top three list? Yeah. Uh, but taking part together in, in, in both sides of it. One is two and two is one. It's such a great thought experiment because to me, especially in smaller mid-sized markets, if the experience is that great where the, you know, the person answering the phones, the follow-up, the concierge, all this comes together. I don't think agents mind if they just have, do they have to give three in Arkansas? Do they have to give three names by it's one of those unwritten I, rules? I don't know if it's like, yeah, it's it's definitely it. not enforced. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, but they're, um, they're not putting an, an asterisk next to our name, but they might say, you know, start at the top of the list or uh, right. things of that nature. And then the flip side is because of, you know, I don't want to take away, or I don't want to sound arrogant, but I also don't want to take away from part of what works is we do a very good job. Um, we we do very thorough um, inspections. We have great communication skills with our clients on both the front and the back side of the reporting. And so all of that helps to grow things and, and give our, you know, agents confidence. Um, but those are all things that we've had had to integrate and continue to do to make sure that things ramp up and stay consistent. So I think. Yeah. So anyone out there that has gone through this, definitely reach out. We'll get your guys contact information and, and get it in the description at the end. Cause I'm sure someone listening, if not having been through it, knows someone that has, and then I'll have a few names for you guys uh, that I know for sure have been through a merger or acquisition of sorts. And um, maybe they can shed some light on kind of how that went. But but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of uh, formalizing and kind of using that scale to bring in, say, tighter admins that answer phones and a salesperson, a growth person. And then it just starts to snowball. Then it's like you just dominate a market and agents are just like, nope, you go here for everything. Um, it, that's it's the a, goal. It's a fun dream, right? It's yeah. fun to yeah. it's fun to dream kind of uh, together on the pod. Uh, so do you guys, like, what does the other competition uh, think about? Or are they re responding or have you guys just kind of, because you guys seem like you got your shit together and buttoned up. It's like, are you, or are you just not even pay attention to that? And you're like, you know what? They can, they can look up at us all they want. Yeah. I 
that's been a shift i think over time there's there's a couple guys in my market that are just running things i mean they uh they've been in it longer than than chad or i have been in it um and so they've got they you know i i cast a very wide net when i started my business because i knew that in my area there were a couple guys that had such a strong presence um i didn't want to have to remove them to get the volume that i needed and i definitely on the front end of things was uh especially with facebook and you're, you're seeing things going on um definitely watch them more closely at the beginning than i do now uh because we've kind of just become got arrived at this place of like okay we're going to be our best we're going to get in front of and the rest will take care of itself and we've had some trial and error even um in bringing people alongside and seeing like is this a fit for what we have here or is it not you know there was there's one individual early on and it just um that that individual moved more into you know all of a sudden showing up at all the events that i was going to and talking to the same people i was talking to and it was it you know a little bit of a red flag of okay this isn't a team player this is somebody you know kind of leeching off what we're building sure um but we recently connected with um this the guy I mentioned earlier in jonesboro yeah. and man he is a fit i mean we the three of us did a, a that commercial job it was a blast um phenomenal feedback from the apartment staff uh, our client flew in from out of state and just um you know we we've got our acpi t-shirts we try to dress similarly just project that professional you know and they just you could just see them watching us run around and do our things and um so that's you, you've got to kind of lean into things a little bit and and you know test the waters and don't be afraid to kind of move away from something you've invested in a little bit if you recognize that that's not going to help you grow um but then when you find that thing um or that person sorry that that is a fit you you go hard and yeah. um so we've we've been talking with this individual i've talked to him for almost uh, a full year now uh, just because we connected uh, over uh some ce classes we just on a chat you know you're watching the zoom call and jumping in and cracking jokes but um watched his what you know watched his facebook presence uh watched what agents were taking them just to perceive okay is this someone who does things with excellence and we we gave him a shot this last week we're like all right let's bring them in see how things mesh and man it was chad and i both walked away being like yeah. okay this is number three you know he's in and so and we told him that <laughs> and here uh, in the club uh, yeah uh, yeah and unintentionally he had a trial by fire. So he, uh, yeah. we didn't necessarily plan it for him to, we didn't plan for it, him to do it this way. I initially brought him on for an ancillary service because he does sewer scopes and the client decided to do that. My intention was have him come do that and he can take off. He said, no, I want to stay with you guys, put me to work. And so he popped up into, you know, what is it? 24 different attic scuttle holes and was moving around while we were working through our unit. So he 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 earned it, uh, both in, in what he, the effort he put in, but also just the personality, the professionalism. It, it was all there. And so we're excited to push a little bit more. Um, and that's kind of the vision I had with ACPI was how, instead of having to staff a team that can come in and take care of these things, how can I collaborate with other inspectors that are doing what I'm doing um, to take on these larger jobs, still do things very, very well, um, but not have it consume, you know, four to five days of my time to knock it out. And so the goal is kind of that we want to build such a presence commercially that we have other local inspectors. How do I get in on this? I see what you guys are doing. And so I've not gotten those calls. I've had a couple of guys inquire like, oh, you guys are hanging out. But most of the comments I've got from people concerning um, our dynamic have not been inspectors. It's been other agents that are kind of watching Facebook and from a distance and seeing what we're doing. Love it. Love it. I have a question that I get a lot from inspectors that want me to ask this, that what you said prompted is in small to mid-sized markets, when you get into it, like you said, there's an established player two or five that have the relationships. They've known Jane and Jill and Bob for 20, you know, 20 years, right? So can each of you speak a little, and Chad, I'll start with you, on how you busted into that? Because if you can't bring cookies or breakfast, how what was the thought process with saying, man, there's these longstanding relationships that I have to build trust and credibility in a short amount of time, sometimes two weeks in Matt's case, like, how do you, how did you guys approach that? 
so this will be fun because again, this will allude back to how my approach and his approach were completely different, right? Um, which things have evolved and changed uh, in in more more recent months. Um, but when I started, again, I had no idea what I was doing or how to do it, right? So I I, I go through my class, I pass my test, and now what? Because there is no ride along there in and it's it, it's not that the camaraderie that like we have doesn't exist. Um, so finding someone to be able to do that out here uh, where you don't have to or aren't forcibly, you know, having to follow or alongside with somebody, um, it was a little more difficult. So I, I leaned into um, not I'd like to say what I know, but I didn't. I wasn't in social media until about a year before I, I started this, but I could see it. I can understand it. I've been building computers and, and no uh, computers just didn't want anything to do with social media and, and things of that nature for a long time. So I leaned into, um, you know, funny things of that nature. Um, I'm having a presence. I know that immersing myself. So it, joining into all the real estate groups um, and things like that on Facebook. And so then when I'm sharing here, then I'm also sharing to all these groups, boom, 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 going with like a, a Grant Cardone background, right? You you may mm. not like me, but you know who I am, baby, right? <laughs> you know who I am. This is, this is there. Um, and you know, it, I, I was up against it, right? You know, I've got this, the Lord's the moment helped. We were going to talk about it. It was going to come up in the last 10 minutes here. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got the Lord's drapes right here and it's not an easy thing in a professional market. Right. Um, but I wanted to be who I was. And so, uh, I went in with a, a good communication and a conversation going out there, trying different things on, on social media. Um, I leaned into a couple of agencies that I knew somebody there or, um, you know, it's something of that nature, person who sold me my house, that type of stuff. Um, and just get up there and talk, communicate about what I know and what it is, my background um, in construction and remodels. I'm also a contractor, still carry my contract license, um, having that type of, you know, conversation. Um, and then, focusing in on on not just my communication with them, but expressing my communication before and after the fact for their clients. Um, so even though there's big players, people are willing to take a chance when you when they feel a good vibe, right? When they feel something that, that seems genuine. So if you're trying to come in and fake it and create a presentation that doesn't make any sense, it's never going to work. It's not going to, you don't break the the ice by by coming up with lies. Come in there, be who you are, and express it in a way that that can reach them and help them see how it will reach and affect their clients. If you can do that, you'll have no problem. It may take a minute. It's not necessarily easy. They're gonna somebody's gonna be the sacrificial lamb to take to go out on that limb in that agency. And when they do, they'll see it. If as long as you stand by what you say and what you do, it's gonna happen, it's gonna turn around, and then it snowballs. Because you know, this was a was a problem getting in at first. Now I got agents saying, "Hey, will you go? Uh, will you go tag me with your toothpick and your mullet in front of one of my signs? <laughs> tag them in front of their signs, right?" And it's just, and then you got other agents chiming in. I better get one of those real soon, or that next five star is going to be a one star. You know, just little <laughs> things like that. And it, it it just use what you have and don't be afraid of it. It, it just yeah. Just go for it. Great advice. Yeah. But be genuine. Yeah. Relationship, I think, is the thread that runs through everything he just said mm -hmm. is is building authentic relationship with people. Um, I mean, I just can't tell you and we've all seen it. The guy that goes and posted, you know, uh, hey, this is this is Tom with your best home inspection. And I got a leaky pipe here today and uh, make sure you call me <laughs> and uh, just no no life to it. No excitement. Um, and so so bringing in there and having a personality is big. But I just say, you know, my advice in that moment is similar to what Chad said, the best version of you is you. And so you figure out what thing you have that sets you apart. What makes you different? Um, you know, the, the contract thing helped me on the front end for sure. You know, Hey, I've been in construction for this many years. Uh, I think my, for me personally, I think my presentation is what blew doors wide open for me. Um, really took time into it. I had a couple inspections early on that had, um, a little bit of a powerful story to it. Uh, one individual, it was a wife whose husband had passed away and she was using part of his life insurance to buy a home for her and her daughters. Um, 
and that you know i think we can never underestimate the amount of trust that our clients are putting us uh putting in us in that moment and so i i take those real experiences i've had in the field and instead of showing them here's five examples of moisture intrusion today i'm going to show them hey here's a family here's a person here's what they went through and here's how i saved them you know here's how how by being thorough and caring and going the extra mile I kept them from a bad moment and they were, and I don't say I kept them from a bad purchase. I say, I gave them the information needed to correct things before they moved in. Cause the last thing you want to do is say, I cared enough to kill a deal. Um, <laughs> right. Fine uh, line, fine line but, there. <laughs> yep, yep. And I, I give them the speech. Like I say, Hey, we do not kill deals. Um, bad homes and negligent homeowners kill deals. And I also would encourage people, if you are like Chad and I, who are a little bit heavy handed in your reporting, Teach your agents how to prep your clients. Hey, Matt is going to write down everything he sees. Everything in your report is not going to be, you know, uh, overly significant or important to you, but he wants you to know what you're saying yes to. He wants to give you peace of mind. So when you, and this is what I tell him too, if I talk to him first is when you move in and you see that, that door that doesn't close right, or you see that window that binds, I want you to know that your inspector took the time to tell you about it before you're there. And so that really, to me, has been a beneficial tool in, um, there's only one agent that I've, I've had some like, you know, she is not a fan of me for my thoroughness and she doesn't like Chad either, but, uh, <laughs> it's, but that's, but what I find is she does not coach her clients and she, she does not make room for those conversations, which, you know, completely give, we've got to word our narratives a certain way, right? Because we carry a lot of liability when we walk into that home. Right. And you start into you start doing, you know, 10 inspections a week by yourself and you think about, you know, that liability window and how many millions of dollars you're just sitting on until the phone rings. Um, I can have a much softer conversation than what that black and white reads when they open that report. And and so I would I would say that and teach your agents when you're presenting how to prep their clients for your reporting style and just be authentic to yourself and find that one thing that makes you different and uh, appeal to that and see who bites. Guys, this is such amazing advice. Uh, yeah, in, I, it's clear why you guys have succeeded. I like you guys. You guys are amazing. You guys are stars. And like, I think the success is going to continue. You guys mentioned books and podcasts. I, I don't want to leave without getting a couple of your top kind of things you consume, because I think the way you guys present and talk about what's going on in your businesses and lives is inspiring. And I think people probably want to know what your information diet is. So Rattle off a couple. I'll put them in the description. Um, yeah, Chad, we'll, we'll start with you. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place, but um, uh, Real AF with Andy Priscilla, um, Ed Milet, the Ed Milet Show, um, Endless Endeavor, Jordan Peterson. I'm, I'm actually looking at it right now, just trying to, to, get, to give you more of it. Um, but then uh, Alex Ramosi, The Game, uh, Jocko Podcast, uh, Lewis House, just all kinds of things, right? Um, books. Um, the the most recent that I that I've gone through and enjoyed was one more with Ed Milet, um, and it, which I I got from you talking about it in in one of your podcasts when when he was just uh, dropping that book, Ten um, X Rule Grant Cardone classic. Um, uh, well, let's see, uh, loopholes of the rich uh, can't hurt me. David Goggins, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Redefine Impossible, Green Lights, they're all on the shelf right there. And I love that we just got a shot of your hair because you were turning around and looking at your books. It takes it full circle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, just uh, There's a bunch of them, man. Don't stop. Don't stop learning. Yes. Yes. Key to everything. I love it. Yeah. Not, I'm, I don't know. I, uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm having to dial in on. Chad's really been encouraging me in the podcast and the audiobook arena because um, my road time right now is phone time. Um, it's calling subs. You know, if I, I've got a, it's it's lining things up on these houses I'm building, and so I'm I'm working on integrating more of the reading stuff. So my as far as how I'm growing and, and learning things is through relationship. It's with guys like Chad. It's with guys like Brian. People that I'm talking to constantly that I know. Um, have expertise in areas that I don't. And then it's also um, because I build these homes, I've got a list of subcontractors to pull from that I'm saying, what do you think about this? I'll send them a picture. Hey, this is what I'm seeing. I feel like it's wrong, but I don't know why. Can you walk me through this? Um, and then honestly, a lot of the forums, it's, it's a very bittersweet place, these Facebook groups and forums. 
um, you know, because just some people just like to complain and gripe. And then some people, it's part of my confidence, I think, comes from watching some of what people post on these forums and feeling like, man, if he can make it. Um, <laughs> I'm really going to win. Yeah, if, he, if he's getting business, I'm winning. My father-in-law always tells me uh, whenever I think about taking on something new, he looks at me and says, Matt, surely someone less intelligent than you's figured this out. Right. And uh, and so that's where I uh, digest a lot of my stuff. So I'm working on my list. Um, but those are just conversation relationship. I'm constantly drawing from subs, constantly learning on my job sites while I'm building homes um, is a lot of real world you know, in my face kind of pick up as I go stuff. So it's, I'll put it like this. That's an area of growth that Chad is holding me accountable in. Uh, well, but it's been, it's been busy, man. You know, you, all the you kids got, at home. You got 4.9 kids, so you get a pass. And yeah, I call, that's right, that's I call right. Chad a cheat code friend where it's like, we can ask him about the books he's read. Yeah. He gives yeah. us what he's learned yeah. and we get the cliff notes. It's not all of it. It's not a hundred percent, but right. I love cheat code yeah. friends like that. <laughs> yeah. Guys, this was great. Really appreciate you. Um, this has been a blast. I think it's gonna be an awesome episode. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. but thanks guys. And I'll link to your websites, your emails kind of in the description if anyone wants to reach out to learn more, kind of just about everything we talked about. But really appreciate the time, guys, and, and continued success. Awesome. Thank thanks so much. We appreciate, we appreciate the opportunity. All right, guys. Talk soon. All right. See you, man. All right, later. <laughs>